Proverbs 16, 4 says, The Lord hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. The second half of this proverb is one of the most controversial and misconstrued and mistaught passages in the Bible, and we'll come to that next time. <laughs> but let's think about the first half of this proverb and what that means. The Lord hath made all things for himself. Question, who else could he have made all things for? <laughs> Nothing else and no one else existed before he began making things. So the Lord hath made all things for himself. And yet, look at how generous he's been. And right now, look around. All but a tiny percentage of the human population is using God's stuff, including their own bodies, their brains, their good health. Everything they use is God's stuff, and yet not a thought toward God all day long, any day of their lives, some of them, and not a word of thanks. Even professing Christians begrudge giving back a little bit of the pittance that God established in His Word of 10%. They'll fight argue, quit churches, cancel preachers, destroy friendships in order to hang on to that 10% tithe. The Lord hath made all things for himself. And when we realize how gracious, charitable, and giving God is, then giving back 10% will seem like we're still robbing God and we'll want to give more, not just in our tithing, but in our time and our efforts, etc., just this past week, a friend of mine on MeWe named KJV Nate made a comment about how unconvincing the arguments against the tithe for Christians uh, today is. And I made this comment in response, agreeing with him. Quote, reading arguments against tithing is like reading the Watchtower's arguments against most clear biblical doctrines. It looks like a bunch of tightwads desperately trying to keep their mammon in their wallet temple so they can sit on their temple and keep it safe from being used for God's work in the local church." End quote. That really does sum up my assessment of the situation, and that's over a period of 30 years in ministry. And I like Nate's honesty when he said, it's not like uh, it'll be any kind of regret what you give uh, when you stand at the judgment seat of Christ or anything. Most Christians, including me, spend too much money on stuff they don't need anyway. And that's the truth. I believe many of those arguing against giving a tenth of our income as a minimum standard of Christian giving start by missing the truth of this proverb. And if they really got it, they'd be less prone to spend their money on stuff they don't need anyway. Our proverb says, The Lord hath made all things for himself. When you stand before him at the judgment seat of Christ, assuming that you're a born-again Christian and not a lost sinner uh, watching and listening to this, you will be held accountable. For what? For what you did with God's stuff. God has given you everything that you have. And if you have plenty, well, then God has given you much more than he's given most of his children throughout the centuries. And at the judgment seat of Christ... You're going to be held accountable for what you did with God's stuff. That includes the time that you have on your hands, as well as money, talent, etc. But I believe that 
when you look at all that God has given to you and you handle it with the knowledge that it's His to begin with, you'll be much more generous in your giving uh, to the Lord's work. Again, not just money, but at least 10% of your money and your time and your efforts, your talents, and just giving to help others in general. As the Apostle Paul uh, testified in Acts chapter 20, verse 35, I have showed you all things, how that so laboring ye ought to support the weak, and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus Christ, how he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Those are the words of Jesus Christ. Quote, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Amen.